Welcome back to the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. I'm Carl Brown. How can I pray for you? My hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or so you can share consolation with others. Today's episode is episode number six in a series called Something You Could Chew On. It is a series of episodes about the Eucharist. And I'm really excited about today's episode. My hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or you can share consolation with others. And this podcast is sponsored by Our Lady of Quebejo. If you haven't heard of Our Lady of Quebejo, please reference it in one of my other episodes. The first seven episodes of this podcast are Seven Sorrows Rosary recitations, seven separate recitations. Please pray the Seven Sorrows Rosary every day. And let us pray to the Holy Spirit right now in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Lord, help me to say only what you want me to say. Make me forget whatever it is that you don't want me to say. Our Lady of Quebejo, pray for us. Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have looked at how Adam's covenant and the tree of life teach us about the Eucharist. We have looked at how Noah's covenant shows us that the Eucharist is a commemoration and a remembrance. We have looked at Melchizedek and how the Eucharist is a form of worship. We've looked at Abraham and how the Eucharist is a covenant, and we've looked at Isaac and how the Eucharist is providence. And today we're talking about Jacob and the gate of heaven in Genesis 28. This is such a great story. It's very short as well, so I'll read it to you from Genesis chapter 28, verse 10. Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran, and he came to a certain place and stayed there that night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place to sleep, and he dreamed. And behold, there was a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham your father, and the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie I will give to you and your offspring. Your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you, and I will keep you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. 
So he called that place Bethel, which is house of God. Let's see. I'll just skip down to verse. Jacob made a vow saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I have set up for a pillar shall be God's house. And all that you give me, I will give a tenth to you. So, this echoes the other covenants that we've read about. Because God says that in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And he sits down to eat bread like Melchizedek. He says, of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth as, what, as Abram did to Melchizedek. But in addition to that, Jacob has this dream. And there's a, a ladder, and the top of it reaches to the heaven. And that should remind us of the Tower of Babel, where men tried to make a, a tower to reach the heaven. But in, on this ladder, angels were ascending and descending, and at the top, was the Lord. And he said, I'm the Lord of Abraham, your father, and the God, the God of Isaac. This is a ladder that was brought down from heaven rather than a tower that was built up. And Jacob says, this is the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. And how else can we read this without thinking about the Eucharist? Because Jesus is that bread. Jesus is that covenant. And it comes down, as that ladder comes down, and angels are ascending and descending. Jesus is the gate of heaven because through him he brings us this heavenly bread, which is providence, it's nourishment, it's the tree of life, it's a remembrance. God will not forget us. God will not leave until he, he does what he says he will do. There's so many ways in which this passage points to the Eucharist. In the Gospel of John, chapter 1, Nathaniel comes to Jesus and Jesus says, Behold, an Israelite, indeed, in whom there is no deceit. And Nathanael says, How do you know me? And Jesus says, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. And Nathanael said, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. And Jesus answered him and said, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This prophecy in this dream that Jacob has in Genesis is pointing us to Jesus, and it especially pointing us to Jesus in the Eucharist. And the Eucharist 
is, I say that because the Eucharist remains with us, because Jesus is the Son of Man, and the, and the angels ascend and descend, but the, the ladder comes down, and and God says in Genesis 28, 15, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. How is it that God stays with us except in the Eucharist? How is it that heaven can touch earth except in the Eucharist? How is it that, that we can have this bread to eat? <laughs> how is it that any of this can happen? Any, how is it that any of this can be fulfilled if not in the Eucharist? Jacob and the gate of heaven. This points us to the Eucharist. The Eucharist is, is the gate of heaven uh, because it is how God remains with us. It is how uh, the angels ascend and descend. It is how we're, we're given this providence and how we're given this bread to eat. And this is, this is what makes the house of God Bethel. It's the Eucharist. Lord, give us this bread always. That should be our prayer. That should be on our, on our lips. That should be in our hearts. That we want this tree of life. We want to remember we want the providence of God. We want this worship. We want this covenant. Thank you for joining me in this episode of the pod of the everybodysuffers.com podcast. Who can you share this podcast with? Who can you share this episode with? Who needs to hear that the Eucharist is the gate of heaven? Share this with them. I'm Carl Brown. This is the everybodysuffers.com podcast. Everybody suffers, so how can I pray for you? You can email me your prayer requests at carl at everybodysuffers.com. Either way, I'm going to pray for you. So my hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or you can share consolation with others. Our Lady of Kibeho, pray for us. Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us. God bless you. Have a great day.